Hello and welcome to another episode of Five Deep, five life lovers from around the world who get together each week to achieve their goals using accountability. Welcome again. Another week's come by. Monday evening. Fantastic. Like, subscribe and share the link to all you lovers of YouTube that's out there. Good evening, everybody. How are we all doing? Good. How's everybody doing? Good. Yeah. Doing Just well. as you was having a slurp of drink there, Harmony. I'm thirsty, man. What can I say? <laughs> as you can see, people that's watching on you of the tube, Lee isn't here tonight, right? He is at a wedding. He Like Harmony's just said, he's all suited and booted up. So we've got a special guest here in the Five Deep crew. I'm going to let Harmony introduce her because she was a guest on Harmony's podcast there the other day. So Harmony, over to the Batcave. Well, this is the beautiful Louise Qualters Hood. She was just on my show. She is a an exceptional exceptional. Oh, say this twice every time. <laughs> it might be sexual. I don't know. We'll, maybe we'll get into it. Um, it'll be a good segue segue into the Folly Forward podcast, the Blue Vibrator. But she's amazing. She's she's a healer. She's a helper. She does EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique, like. Just you'll have to come over and listen to that episode if you want to go watch it not live right now. It's on the Bliss Broker um, YouTube channel. If not, it will be there for your listening ears later this week. But you're going to really love her. She's got a lot of information about a lot of things. She's been through the yit just like we all have. And she has shown up on the other side and has chosen to become a light worker. And I love her to death. So thank you for showing up, Louise. It's great to have you here. You're welcome. Thank you all for having me here. Welcome, so welcome. What's a tapper? Just quickly, I I, I listened to um, you know the episode with Harmony there the other week. I really oh. really enjoyed. Not the other week, the, on Tuesday what? I think I listened to it. Yeah. Um, you said you was into tapping, but I was a little bit confused as what tapping actually is. So it's literally tapping on your body, tapping on your face predominantly, on your hands oh. and the upper part of your body. Um, like acupuncture, we've got all little energy meridians that go through our body um eft tapping taps instead of putting needles in we tap on them the points where that needles could go in we tap on them instead so what is out of balance in your body it will energetically put you back into balance so mm. it can be used for pain phenomenal for trauma and ptsd depression anxiety stress um, I've done used it on pregnant ladies, um, grief and loss. Uh, can be used for really uh, for motivation and positivity as well. So it's it's um, positive affirmations, but it's it's where it's called energy psychology. So it's where the energetic world. Obviously, we're all frequency. We're all energy. We're all electrical. So we're manipulating that in the body that sends signals to the brain. And at the same time, we're using, um, so it would be like myself, if you were having it done with me, I would be taking you through um, a process by tapping and using particular words and phrases that recode the matrix in your mind. Sweet. And I would love to have one of the, because yes. we've got a lot of skeptics on here. I'm not going to call anybody out, but there's they're not full supporters of the woo. <laughs> yeah. And so I think it would be really awesome for you to experiment if any of them were open to that yeah. and see and have it do a series on them and see if they came like have them on after. 
and see what their takeaway was from that. Because when you tell somebody that's not into the woo, doesn't understand Reiki or acupuncture or energy points, any of that stuff that has been proven, um, when you talk about it, like recoding the matrix in your mind, people are like, this person's batshit crazy. So it really, it's really interesting to like, well, you know, I'm not going to go into it right now because we'll lose people. But Dr. Joe Dispenza, he teach when he goes on these big tours and he teaches things, he's essentially talking about the fact that we're energy. We're made up of energy and you can re you can repurpose the way the information throws flows through your head that you are more in control of what your life experience is than you even know. Um, but when he talks about going and teaching it, he doesn't talk about it. He does through a metaphysical lens, but he likes to talk about the science behind it. He said, because if I try to get into anything other than the science-based principles of what manifestation and the law of attraction is, and same with something like EFT tapping, um, I lose people. And he said, and they don't get the full, the full scope of, of what it is I'm trying to help them do. So that would be my request. It would be so awesome for them to kind of look into your profile a little bit, go to your website, read up on what it is, and then have a couple experiences with one of them and see what their takeaways are. Because that, I mean, if anything, what a great, like, you know, word of mouth reference. Oh yeah. All of my work does come word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing when, and, and with PTSD, um, you know, it just sets people free. It set myself free from it. So, you know, it's, it's, I was a walking testament. I went into it very much like, oh, I don't know about this, you know, and then came out like, what just happened? <laughs> so I'm going to give them an example of how I, uh, like, if, say you guys are having anxiety, right? You, Mark, Rodney, Howard, one of you guys are having some anxiety about something. You've got to go meet somebody. You've got to do some kind of a speaking engagement. You've got to go see your in-laws. It doesn't matter what it is. You're having a little bit of anxiety. The tapping is a way to calm that. That was really weird. Did it just get really dim in here? Oh, my light went out. My ring light went out. Um, <laughs> but it's a good way to like control your emotion. Yeah, on- it completely gets rid of the energy. Completely, mm-hmm. you know, it, we we I don't stop until it's gone. So yeah, yeah it's, it's you're not getting out <laughs> with any of that energy left. I'm just wondering <laughs> that because I'm looking at Howard there and he looks like he... Howard, have you got anything that you would like tap in to relieve some energy? <laughs> Jesus. Normally what I do to help relieve anxiety and stuff, although I have used uh, self-hypnosis stuff before, but Here what really go. helps as well is Here some Howard's we Blend plant-based protein powder with 20 grams <laughs> of protein per serving. Yeah. For any inquiries, please hit me up at Howard's Blend on Instagram. Fantastic. Well, there you are. Let's see. Well, that, that's Lou. But I'm Welcome. definitely not a skeptic because like no. I said, I've got my cousin, she's a hypnotherapist. I've done like hypnotherapy and everything and it worked. I went from does, yeah. averaging like a 20 in math. Like I, I had so bad test anxiety uh, to end up ending up in math honors and, you know, straight A student in math and everything. So I, 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 I'm definitely not a, a skeptic on that. Mm, sweet, sweet. Well, Harmony's just popped off. I, feel, I don't know where she's gone. She's just disappeared from the ethos. She'll be back she in a tapped her, She tapped her ring light. She, and then it, she tapped it herself off. so hard, she just disappeared like Miss Pop-Off <laughs> off, off of the bloody rent ghost Remember that, Lou? These guys yes. don't understand it. But she yes. Back. She's you back. know, she's that back. was weird. I was. T- can you hear me? Yeah, I was talking about that damn 
metaphysical woo and the light just went off. It's plugged in. It just turned off on its own. I'm not even kidding. So I had to hop up and turn it back on because I was too dark. Somebody's trying to put the willies up your harmony. Sounds like hey. a paranormal <laughs> investigation. I, I want, yes, I'm down with that. A ghost can come visit me anytime. I'm fine with that. I don't what get a, scared of shit like that. What about these people that reckon they've had sex by ghosts, Harmony? Do you, what, what do you think about that sort of shit? Actually, have, no. I'm going to ask Rodney. Rodney, have you ever been, have you ever had sex of a ghost? Or has anybody, any ghost, <laughs> any spiritual thing tried touching you up in the night? Have you ever experienced that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Nobody's grabbed you by the ghoulies or anything like that. Yeah. No. That you <laughs> I'm it's I'd have actually been woken up feeling very randy. Um and kind of been trying to wonder if was I having a sex dream? Have you not ever woken up in the middle of the night feeling really horny? Come on. Uh, it's not a hard every, question. Every night of my life. Every <laughs> night. <laughs> I'm like hovering, if I'm laid on my belly, I end up like hovering off the bed. Do you oh, know what Jesus. I mean? <laughs> Levitating. <laughs> anyway, we've got four people in the room there. Come on in, guys. Write Say some hi. comments. Um, introduce yourselves and tell the world what's occurring. Um, right, we're going to start off with Rodney. What's your highs and lows of the week there, mate? Is there anything that's that's like, you know, tickled your fancy this week? Any highs, any lows that made you think? Not necessarily made me think this week, though, I was um, physically I, every every day that I woke up, I was feeling like I was in a car wreck for some reason. This week was just like really physically. Um, and I didn't wasn't a lot of activity. It just I was just feeling like like crap physically. Um, but it's it's always a high, you know, wake up on this side of the, um, the dirt and you get a chance to do it again. Fairly healthy. So I feel good about that. Cool. What about you, Howard, up in the International Space Station? Um, you know, you obviously get some highs and some lows during the week. How, what, you know, how's your week been? Well, uh, first of all, I guess the lows would be it's kind of kind of lonely up here, you know, in space. Uh, no, seriously, uh, low is just like Rodney. I was sick again all last week. I guess it's allergies, whatever. So I felt like I got hit by a truck. I guess that's the low. Uh, just high is just yeah kind of the same just happy to be here happy to be able to spend time with my son he's right over here watching garfield and so he may he may uh chime in a little bit here but yeah just happy to be breathing cool cool what about you lou have you had any highs and lows of the week um i guess well not so much a low but something slightly unusual my daughter um must have been getting on for about 11 o'clock at night suddenly <clears throat> messaged me and said mom I can't see and I'm like what the future you know <laughs> what do you mean I can't see and um she's just like it's like looking looking through a kaleidoscope or is everything's pixels and I'm like she's like what do you reckon I should do should I drive to the hospital I'm like no don't drive to the hospital so um got her to get on 111 and yeah, they said she had to go into hospital in 45 minutes. Well, I live about 50 minutes away and she's, uh, she's in Norwich. She lives uh, there with the children. And so I had to, so I got over to hers at about quarter past midnight. <laughs> we had to go to A&E and um, but funnily enough, I got her, I said to her, right, I don't know if this will work, but tapping works for some really amazing things. So I said, just start tapping. 
because whatever's <laughs> balancing going wrong in your body just start tapping on yourself and she's like oh 10 minutes later she goes gone it's fine what, <laughs> what like, was it what was it so, had it migraine because i know that they can get those with migraines yeah well so she got into hospital and um i couldn't go in with her because still all the covid thing and so she said mum it's going to be four to five hour wait and i was like oh no so i drove back to hers and sort of fell asleep on the sofa and then like half an hour later she then called me she's like oh come and pick me up um so we still don't know what it was. So like you say, I, I wondered whether it is a migraine thing. Um, so yeah, it was like- It is scary though. It's happened to me a couple of times. It's not happened in yeah. a while, but it's like just this, I was in, in the woods running one night and I started seeing out of the corner of my eye, it just looked like a bunch of, it looked like pixelated, like a kaleidoscope. Mm. And I, it was just in one eye. And so of course I Googled it um, yeah. to see if I was dying of a brain tumor. Uh, and it yeah. was, in fact, a that said migraines can bring that on. Yeah. Well, it was that you was looking at that freaking TV screen behind you all night. That's what it was. <laughs> I, I get feeling exactly the same on me. I'm here doing this podcast on a Monday night, and by the end of it, I'm chewing my balls off. <laughs> That's called a visual meditation. Yeah, it might be, but you know, there you are. So you get sucked you, into it, aren't you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your high and low of the week been? Uh, my high is just all the things I've been accomplishing in the background. That's kind of what is going to be my, my like ever long high, because I am a procrastinator in recovery and I, I'm not mm -hmm. going to say I'm lazy. I'm not lazy anymore, but I'm definitely a procrastinator. And so the fact that I've been continuously showing up and getting shit done for consecutive weeks is like something I feel like is a real win. Cause that's hard to do y'all. doesn't matter what it is you're trying to do to be able to do it consistently is, is a challenge and to not give up on something. And, um, I guess another high would be to not feed into those moments that come almost on a daily that are trying to tell you, you, this is all a waste of your time. Why are you trying to be a podcaster? Why are you trying to be a helper? Why are you showing up for all this shit? What's your return on the investment? You know what I mean um so that's my high is being able to maintain all of that and i don't really have a low i've got to be honest um i guess rebuilding my credit right now so i'm trying to pay extra on some bills and but i even that i could try and i can put a spin on that and make that a positive so i'm just gonna mm. say no, no lows so i'm grateful awesome. awesome well for me i i went on a podcast wednesday night um it was called the powers podcast and um, with kurt powers and it, it came out today. So um, head on over and check that out. Uh, nice. it was a, it, he sprung it on me literally four minutes before we went live. Hey, Mark, we're going to talk about music. I want you to um, tell me your 10 favorite bands of all time. I'm like, shit, you don't ask me those sort of fucking questions. You have five minutes to go. i got to think about this shit. So I wrote down all the bands that I could think about. And as we go live, he's like, right, are you ready? I'm like, well, I've got like um, 17 bands here in front of me. And I thought that I just had to pick 10 from them. And he goes, right, we're going to start from 10 and we're going to work up to one. And I'm thinking, shit, I've got now got to pick my favorite band of all time from these 17. And I've done it. And may I add, bands like Oasis, which is my one of my favorite bands of all time, didn't even make it in the 10 at all. I'd got to number one and I had to make a decision. And there's bands in there that should be and shouldn't be in there. So... Um, you well, know, what was your number one? Can you tell us? You're going to have to go and watch it. And uh, of course. It's, it's on YouTube then. 
It's on you of the tube. Yes. Well, I'll make sure I put the link out on the official five deep Instagram page. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it was the one that I would have picked number one. Good evening, Hi, Lisa. Uh... It was the one that I would have picked, but it was the fact that there was no Oasis in my top 10. And Which to is me, bizarre because you love me, them. Oasis should come above the Eagles and it should come above Bon Jovi. So um, we'll, everybody we'll, should come above Bon Jovi. Well, yeah. <laughs> I know y'all love Bon Jovi in the UK. I don't know what that's about, but I just, I people I've love him over there. I've seen him twice. No, I've thank seen him you. Twice. Yeah. You're not, you're not a Bon Jovi well, fan. Well, once I saw how short he was, how little he was, it kind of ruined the mystique. Isn't he like five, five or something? Yes. And then the first, like, I love Rod Stewart. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'll still rock out to his music, but I saw him in concert at the venue where I used to work and he was just like this tiny little thing. And I was like, oh, God, Rod Stewart's little too. And I think that like the more I meet people, like they're all tiny. I'm like, well, why is everybody that I love like five three? They're like elves. Yep. It is. It is a known fact that to be a successful musician, you have to be a midget. If I'm like, <laughs> you're not allowed to say that. You're canceled, motherfucker. Not allowed to say midget. It's a little person. Also seem to be a leprechaun. Well, little people talk, you know, with little voices, isn't it? So I'm just gonna go with that. Anyway, um it's end of April. We're now into May. It's May the second today, right? Um, so just very, very, very quickly, we'll nip round the room. And Rodney, how did you get on with your goals um, last month? Um, I worked a lot and I worked out half of the month. So I got off, you know, got around okay. Not as well as I would like to have, but um, I decided halfway through to take take um, take that week off. I, I know I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I wanted mm. to take a week off and, um, and it's, you know, for my body. And it seems like I need a little bit more, but. I got all, I got around okay. It wasn't it wasn't a really great month. Yeah, you worked out half the month. The, the previous month, you probably didn't work out at all. So that's a win. Yeah, small steps. Small steps. What about for for May? What are you doing for May? Um. Well, aside from the work and uh, to get back on it on track, working out, I'm really trying to push forward and find another property for the real estate business. Sweet. It's been uh, the market's been ridiculous. So. Um, People are pushing properties over, you know, fifty and sixty thousand dollars more than they're worth. So it's hard mm -hmm. to really compete. But you know, we have a business plan, so we stick to that. And even though there's houses that you know we may like, you know, business wise, it doesn't make sense. So we just have to move on. So it's been a little bit tough because of the market. But I'm looking to get, like find something. I'm gonna turn over every rock. Uh, Sweet. May. Two two what days time. Me? Being a Star Wars fan, big day for you. Oh, May the fourth. Come on, May man. May the fourth be with you. May the yeah. fourth be with you. Yeah, there you are. Hey, Howard. What about you? What, what, how how was um, April? And what's what you're going to be doing for May? Uh, April was good. You know, I've gotten closer to finding a manufacturer. As I mentioned before, I have a consultant that's helping me to locate manufacturers as well. I actually have a conversation with him tomorrow to kind of go over his results. So, uh, yeah, the plan is uh, this month getting a uh, finalizing a manufacturer and then it's it'll come down to cleaning up the ingredients and everything and see if, make sure it works properly so sweet yeah. sweet send me Do some I, yeah i'm send looking me. forward to i'm looking forward to your pre-workout that's the plan is to 
order some samples as well. So I will get on and make some Instagram content and I will post it and see how I feel about it. Since you're not getting on and create putting any because <laughs> <laughs> your shit. She'll do it for you. That's what she's basically doing. She ain't lying. Uh, what, about you? what about you, Harmony? I was April. You know, what are you doing for May? April is amazing. May is working on the e-recipe book. I've, I've given myself a deadline publicly that that's going to go live. PDF version for sale for $11.11 on the blissbroker.com. It'll be live June 30th. So that's what's going to be happening between now and then is just putting together the recipes and the hacks and the things that I've got in there to give to people so that they can kind of learn how to do what I do with food and then continuing on with my children's writing workshop that I'm doing online. And I'm just continuing the hustle, my daily movement, all the things being awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Me, I just binged and bonged and dipped and dopped and burped and farted all over the place and (laughs) had a great week, great month, um, achieved loads of stuff. Um, But I didn't get a Mark Jeffrey podcast show out. So my, May is going to be the month to, I'm going to try and get three to four episodes out for May, one each week. So I'm really looking forward yeah, to that. I heard you have an awesome guest this week, Wednesday. No, I don't know about that. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. This chick named Harmony. I heard she's going to be on your show. No, I'm got a, that's Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Well, either way, I heard you're yeah. having her on. I've, I've heard yeah, you're so. interviewing Texas Harmony too. Oh, oh. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't heard her for a long, long time. We might have to get her on the show at some point there. How would I? But I, I want to talk to Cornish that. Harmony. That she's my fave. Cornish, Cornish. We'll see what we can dig out. Okay, we'll you guys out. have to meet Cornish Harmony. She's hilarious. She's proper. She she's as she's as small she's as wide as what she is tall. Because Cornish women are like like blocks. They're like squares. They're, they're about <laughs> oh my god! Five foot wide. Happy lover, isn't it? Yeah, lovely. So that's what a Cornish bird looks like. Yeah, Cornish Harmony doesn't run in the woods every day. She doesn't hardly walk in the woods. It's <laughs> <laughs> there eating cream teas and then eating pasties all the time. Let's hope there are no Cornish ladies watching. Yeah, let's just hope. Let's just hope. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start getting pasties thrown in his front door. Like, where's this fucker live in Cornwall? Yeah. Most Clot of the ladies cream. in most of the ladies in Cornwall have got more hand, more hair on their hands than what I have. It's scary. <laughs> anyway, Lou, now we're getting you laughing and you feel like you're at home. Um, um, have, do you set any goals at all? And, um, you know, how was your yes. April? Um, so, like I said to you before, I think, I think the last about three to four weeks, maybe five weeks, have been quite wobbly for a lot of people um myself included as it's been you know a real journey and um and i think obviously the way the the sort of i don't know in the us whether obviously you're having issues with energy bills but obviously over here there's issues with energy bills and obviously people are cutting back on the things that are spending so i'm always focused capricorn always focused on the business um, so I'm having to, popular business word, pivot, um, and find find new ways and new products and you know new offerings and things like that. But I'm very good at doing that, but not very good at putting it out there. So do you need a I, social media um, manager? I, I've, I, I might know one. She posts a lot, like every day on multiple platforms. I know. It amazes me. I'm like, how does she do that so quick? Um, well, I'm single. I have no kids. I got nothing but time. So I love to um, post. 
So I had uh, a friend, uh, well, actually, she's my um, a business mentor, and um, she she really kicked my butt, and I love that. And um, she said, you know, she said, video's the way forward. I don't know why mm. you're not doing that. Mm. She's, you know, she's like, what's the matter with you? Well, you <laughs> know what? Like, okay. Hey, Louise, so, let's get, let, why don't you let me send you the file from when you were on my show, and you can put that up on your YouTube channel. That would be good. Yeah. A good little icebreaker to, you know, to kind of share. It would be good for me and good for you. Yes. Yeah. That would be lovely. Thank you. And if you ever um, want to talk about any products, I mean, I don't know if, if Howard's got, he, he knows what I'm going to say. <laughs> that. He's got his hand on Product it. placement. <laughs> Have you got any products that you can think of that she could advertise? Yeah. One of them would be Howard's blend plant-based protein powder <laughs> with 20 grams a plant-based protein per serving. What, what I think you're going to have to start doing is when you push Sammy in his push chair, I reckon you just want to give him a bag to hold up while you're going around because children sell, don't they? They sell they stuff. If you if you pushed him around and then as he gets older, you know, when he's about five or six or seven, get the old billboards put on his chest and he can walk around the Texas and that with it all on his chest. Then he'll get a car and he'll have it all on there like as if he was going for a presidential role. You've got to think in the future there. And do you, you have a shirt? Because you go out walking like every day. You need a shirt that says, ask me about Howard's Blend protein powder or ask me about Howard's Blend or or something, even with your handle on it. I know you don't, you're not or, driving right now, but something. You could, actually, you could get a T-shirt for Sammy and on the front it could say, my daddy's protein shake made me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to make a note of that one. <laughs> I like that. Protein powder. That's That's good stuff right there. Yeah, there you are. Anyway, in a minute, we're going to be talking about bucket lists, right? Mm. Because um, it's something that I think that we all tend to do. Do we? I don't know. It's a big word, bucket list. Everybody's talking about these bucket list things at the moment. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. But one thing that I wanted to talk about quickly and briefly is um, something that's everywhere at the moment everybody's talking about it and i've we've said in the past that this show you know it's not just talking about accountability and random stuff you know we, we talk about things that's going on in the news at the moment and there's a guy called johnny depp i don't know if you've ever heard of him and he was married to a woman called amber heard i don't know if you've ever heard of her um but do you get what i've done there um yeah anyway um What's going on over in America at the moment? Because honestly, whenever I go on Facebook or anything at the moment, it's freaking everywhere. Johnny and Amber. And I, I can't help. And we were talking about this before we went live. I can, I'm kind of like getting a little bit addicted to it. And, you know, how it, the whole court scene, first of all, you think Johnny's guilty. And then by the end of it, you know, everybody loves Johnny. It's amazing publicity for him. But I'm just wanted to go over to the American people in the, in the group here. And, you know, what, what's, what's going down? Who's going to start off with? I mean, what's this? What, there's so many things we could say when it comes to him. I mean, there's a million different. First of all, he's amazing. He's always been amazing. He's always been one of my faves. And above and beyond the fact that he's easy on the eyes, he's just got moxie. Is he really? Yeah. He's really beautiful. Are you kidding me? What do you I, mean? I, is he? Harmony, I heard he was 4'11, though. <laughs> no, I've already checked. I've checked. Trust me. I went down a rabbit hole on, on Google one night. I was looking, how tall is this person? How tall is this person? Because I actually went and saw Kiefer Sutherland in concert. He's also a musician. And me and my mom were walking around downtown Asheville. We're just waiting for the show to start. We didn't want to go to the venue too early. And here he comes walking down the street, smoking a cigarette. 
hey. I got a picture. Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, he's going about Tony Depp. And he was just a little tiny little guy. I'm like, so I've gone down the rabbit hole of all the people that I love to see how tall they are. And he's actually, oh. I think he's 5'10", Johnny Depp. Okay. I could be wrong. Oh, a little guy. Somebody, very, hey, Marta, she's our resident Googler. Would you Google how tall Johnny Depp is? Mm. Um, but I think this Amber Heard chick, I don't know much about it. I have heard in passing something about poop and something about like of course yeah. the the um mega pint of wine is going around tiktok <laughs> they've created a filter and uh something about happy hour what, what time did the attorney ask him what time did he drink whiskey is it true that you woke up in the morning and had a glass of whiskey or whatever he said isn't it happy hour all the time or whatever so of yeah. course all of these are going around tiktok and people are using them to make their own like little content creation on their tiktoks but uh, I mean, what can you say about it? I think that she um, has bitten off more than she can chew. No pun intended. That's the bottom line of what I think. She's going to, you know, if you see the footage of when he comes out of the courtroom, everybody's laughing, you know, cheering and clapping. And when she walks out, they're booing. Mm. So yeah. I think she's probably over it. She's really realizing that she's overstepped her bounds. I, I don't think that she's doing you ladies any favor, to be honest with you, because for years, you know, you ladies have been fighting for equal rights and standing up against, you know, bullying and all, and all the, the sexual harassment and all these little things that go on behind the scenes. And, um, you know, she's really taking you back a peg, if that's the way I look at it. How so? I think... I, I think what she's um, doing is Thanks, is a slight disservice um, to all the women who have gone forward and spoken their truth about perhaps domestic violence and things or domestic abuse and not been believed. So, yes, in that regard, she's doing some damage. But, however, I think the amount of women who are coming out in support of him and the amount of men who are coming out in support of him is just, I've heard a lot of men now speaking out about it, which is really refreshing to hear. It is so sad yeah. when he's, you know, when he was talking about his sister was talking about the abuse that he suffered yeah. by his mom. I mean, it's so heartbreaking. Like it, that's something I have to say. I didn't know about him. I didn't know anything about him being abused by his mom. So the yeah. fact that that all has to be brought up is quite sad. And, you know, for, for years of his life, having to walk around with all, all those scissors attached to his hands as well. Do you know? I mean, that must have been a right awkward stage in his life as well. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, anyway, I, I can't think, believe you know that, Mr. No Movies. I absolutely can't believe that, that you've. Okay, well. That was a good I, film. Yeah. yeah. And he was and he was on that, on Freddy, Freddy yeah, that Freddy Krueger film, wasn't he? Old Nightmare yeah, on Elm Street. Yeah. 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 Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he yeah, got that was... pulled into the uh, the warden bed. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I and then the blood went up into the ceiling and stuff. Why yeah. aren't our names on our pictures? Because I'm trying to read what Mark says, dirty scallywag, something well, or other, and I'm like, I, I think it's because there's possibly so many of us on the screen. I don't, I don't know. But no, what, no, what I was going to say is nobody has asked me why I am called um, dirty scallywag sparrow, right? And the reason why it is is because I was. Well, no, 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 it's not. I was thinking today, I was thinking, you know, all this shit that's going on in there, you know, if I, if you was to be called a pirate, what would your pirate name be, right? And that's what my pirate name is. So, Rodney, you're called, obviously called Rodney. <laughs> so, your pirate name would be Dreadful. 
Island, and, and you're you're a, a mate, so you'll be Dreadful Island Sparrow. That would be your pirate name. Uh, um, Howard, what's... you you would be. This is fucking brilliant. This is this is perfect. <laughs> Howard would be Tinkerbell. <laughs> Plank. And when's your birthday? July. Tinkerbell, Plank, Barnacle. <laughs> I got some pixie dust for y'all. Over here is just hearing him say barnacle, which is funny. Barnacle. <laughs> it's Lou, Cornish Lou, pirate. Lou, Lou, you would be. I can't even. I can't even fucking read here. Lou, where's L? Oh, you're no good. Oh. And you are swab. And when, when's your birthday? December. No good swab skunk beard. <laughs> really well. flattering then. <laughs> Come on, let's roll yeah, the that's, dice. That's not a way to talk to our guest, Mark. No. <laughs> I like to keep them in tow. You would be Tinkerbell. Um, Tinkerbell something barnacle? You said barnacle? Look, at, look out. And when's your birthday? 10-10, October 10th. Plank. So you're a plank. Yeah. Tinkerbell, look out, plank. Well, how did you get such a cool name? Because I'm fucking awesome. No, oh Mark. Because I, I'm, I'm always the best, and I. Do you know yeah. what I mean, Mark? You if you haven't noticed the theme, every time we name something that Mark usually somehow, some way gets the best or the coolest or whatever, or he gives himself that. Let me. Yeah, Mark. Be. You haven't said if we were such and such, what would we be? We've been cars. We've been candy bars. Been. I don't think you've done one yes, this episode. I so have. Far. I just said if we would be if we were pirates, what would we be called? Okay, yeah, but we need to know what type of pirate because I believe my version of a pirate would beat your version's ass. No, I'm a Cornish pirate. Say no more. Which means you're square and hairy and you can't move around. <laughs> no, it means that we ruled the waves. Anyway, let's get off this. Let's talk about. Um, let's talk about um, what we were supposed to be talking about tonight, and we're already 34 minutes in. Bucket lists, right? And I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about bucket lists and how everybody seems to be wanting to make bucket lists at the moment. So, what I want to ask you, you guys here today, is if you found—I know it's a little bit of a morbid conversation that we're going to start up here now—but if you found that you only had six months to live, what three things would you do in those six months? So I'm going to start with you there, Howard. You know, if you was to find out that, you know, you was going to sadly pass away, what three things would you put in place um, for those six months? First of all, I would leave my job. I enjoy my job, but I'm not going to do it for the last six months of my life or three months, whatever it was. Uh, I would spend every waking moment other than when he has to sleep and I sleep, however little that is, with my son. And then just go wherever we, wherever I feel like it. Put a dartboard and just throw it on there. Say, okay, let's try to go there mm. and just go there. Right. Okay. And then record. I guess I would add a fourth. I would record every every minute of so he would have something to remember me by. That's cool. I like that one. What about you, Lou? Well, like I said, yeah, I've got a huge list on mine. Uh, well, it's either a bucket list or a fuck it list. I've got one, <laughs> one of each. <laughs> <laughs> um I think like I said to you is I'd I'd get my whole family together. Um move down to Devon or Cornwall 
and because that just feels like my home and just money no object just buy a big mansion and all live in there um travel is going to be travel so um costa rica i take everybody mm. it's every literally get all the family together and go to costa rica um santorini with my daughter so we could see the sunset and Amazon rainforest, Tibet, India, and think that's about it. Oh, Arctic Circle. Oh yeah. Been I've, one of the ice. Been one that. of the igloo. Have you? So I'd love to do that. Yeah, I went and seen Father Christmas a few years ago. <laughs> I took the kids up to Lapland to see Father Christmas, and you know. Me being me, it was the only year that Lapland didn't have any fucking snow. <laughs> what's Lapland? What's Lapland? <laughs> what do you mean? What's Lapland? No, what's Lapland? No. <laughs> do you guys know what it is? No. no. Really? I, is it just I a thought with, thing? I thought with it being marked, that was something sexual or something like that. <laughs> Lapland, but no. then when you mentioned kids, I was like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about now. Lapland. Is it like a? amusement park or is it a location no, isn't that where santa's from santa's from Lapland. santa's from the north pole yeah oh. no it's not it's not man. <laughs> kids are listening around the world you're lying to them harmony shut up never right. ever heard of lapland have to freeze you that's, that's where the british santa claus is from that's where it's, the british the people from london yes london. london yes london pronunciation yes. um yeah no in in the uk it's a huge thing every it's like everybody has to take their kids to Lapland, which I believe isn't that in the Arctic Circle. Roger. Nice. Yeah. And it's normally minus 25 the time that I went, right? When I went, it was three degrees. <laughs> yeah. It's they, probably they, colder in the UK. <laughs> colder in the UK, and they didn't even have igloos. They put teepees up because they frightened. They were frightened that the igloos were going to collapse on people. And we was in this this teepee, and it was they had these um these all the tables were made out of ice in there, right? Oh, cool. And one table just literally collapsed on a little kid, and it just <laughs> it just melted right beside him. It was quite funny, really. We've but, got. Yeah, We've got four people watching. We guys type in and see, tell us what is some things that are on your list of things you would want to do if you only had six months to live. I'd love to know what you guys think. That kid, the table collapsed on him, was being very bad. He deserved the coal for the year, so they got table collapsed on him instead. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what about you, Harmony? What what would what would be the three things that you would do if you found out that you only had three, um, six months to live? Well, I would definitely get rid of everything I own. And I would just go travel. I'd just hop in a van and I'd just hit the road and not look back. I would just go travel, experience, have good conversations, really, really solid food, solid booze. Like just as I try to interact with as many people as I could. And of course, I'd want to bring my family along, uh, but I would want to experience as much as I could. I'd want to see Aurora Borealis. That would be amazing. Um, I would love to go to Denali National Park and take a train and and go check that out. That's someplace that I've never been, Alaska. Um, so I think for me, the first thing that pops up in my head is just kind of doing what I try to do right now within my means is just live life to the fullest. And, mm. you know, like last Sunday, I went for brunch with my girlfriend and I admittedly spent $54 on a ribeye. And it's not something I would traditionally do. 
and but it was amazing. I mean, it was a play a restaurant that I've been wanting to go to for a very long time. And I got a really solid cocktail with this big, beautiful steak that I ate on for three days, had a beautiful gravy and white asparagus and some kind of fancy egg yolk <laughs> kind of sitting on top of the asparagus. And it was just an experience, you know. So I would do more of that because I would probably go get a bunch of loans because it's not going to matter. I'm not going to be here. So I'm not going to have to pay any of it back. And I just go peace out. I'm out of here. I'm going to go. Meat is murder. Oh, God, that's Mark. <laughs> I intuitively feel like Mark is a hater. I feel like he wants to eat meat and he's locked himself into this for so long that he just he's just going to stick with it. So he's going to make fun of everybody. Mark? Yeah, he's yeah. veggie. Yeah. I gave up because I can, because I've got such good willpower. I can give up anything <laughs> I want. Let's see. Marta says she would travel to some places I dream of with my son. That's beautiful. Mm. I think, well, see, I, it's a difficult exactly, question isn't it? because I, I, you've got to make some sort of plans, but I would just almost like to just, you know, take each day as it comes wake up in the morning and say right i want to go and do this fuck it i'm going to do that i'm going to get on a plane to lapland i'm going to get on a plane to wherever and i'm just going to bugger off so i think the first thing that i would do is i would make sure on day one that everything was in place so that my other half and my kids were looked after that everything was was ready you know blah 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 i think number two i would provisionally book to walk around the cornish coast i would love to put my, my rucksack on my back, put my tent there and just walk and walk like Forrest Gump and grow a beard like Howard's <laughs> and just walk and walk, right? And just walk around the Cornish coast and have a real good time. Um, and I would like to record a freaking great podcast, a massive podcast, perhaps like a 24-hour one where all the people that special in my life will come on and talk and people that... Um, that feel sorry for me will come on and talk with that. That's probably a good way of getting guests, you know, people that I've wanted to speak to for years. You know, I could just say, excuse me, um, Boris Johnson, I'm going to die in about a month's time. Any chance you can come on the Mark Jeffrey podcast show. Oh God, that would be hilarious. Bojo on and that'll be freaking awesome. So, you know, I'll be remembered for talking shit with Bojo, hanging out with Bojo and just chilling out with Trump, get Trump on as well. All these people make them feel guilty that if they didn't come on the Mark Jeffrey podcast, then they're haters and they're just nasty people. So that's probably what I, I would do. But I think really, you know, Harmony hit the nail on the head there. I, you know, I think it's pretty much what I'm doing now, just having fun and going with the flow and just, taking each day as it comes and having fun. So um, what happens then if, and I'm going to ask Howard this one first. No, I'm going to ask Rodney this one first because we asked Howard first time. What happens if you found out that you only had two weeks to live? I would, I mean, I would do the same thing um, that I didn't get a chance to answer the first time because you skipped over. Oh. That's <laughs> right. Did I not so, ask you? <laughs> Great, great hosting job, Mark. That's all right. Listen, wah, wah, wah. My, my goal was this. I want to see how, I mean, uh, Mark, uh, Boris, and uh, Trump, you know, watching Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. Yes, Peppa Pig. I, I want to see that video. <laughs> um, but no, I would I would make sure um, my financials in order first for, you know, because I'm gone. I want to make sure everybody that I love has, has something, you know, because... Um, 
you know, that's important. And then from there, there'd really be nothing that I wouldn't try. I would try, I would, you know, I let go of any kind of strict eating. I definitely wouldn't be fucking working out, you know. Um, I, would you, you go know. up in a hot air balloon? Um, no, nah, I, I, I'm not trying to speed up the process. <laughs> you <laughs> wouldn't go in a hot air balloon? You're scared of a hot no, air that's, balloon? Yeah, that's uh, not something I would, I, would, I would I would. I would more rather like go to places like um, like that I've never seen. And there's plenty of places in the States. Like I've never seen the Grand Canyon or Niagara Falls. There are things that I haven't done here. So I would Ooh, definitely Niagara try Falls to. Is- yeah, I definitely was try, try to um, go and see things and eat whatever, try different things. Um, the spiciest foods, you know, all that. You wouldn't uh, eat spicy food now? Um, no, I, I do, but I, you know, it's some, it's not my favorite thing to do because of the way I feel. I'm just saying I got a couple of weeks or a couple of months, you know, it's going to be blow over it out. Yeah, blow literally. Would you try a jet flying a jet pack? That's something I've always wanted to do. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, my daredevil days are over. I'm, I'm not interested in flying. Oh, shit, like mine that. are just beginning. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, in me, if I if I only had two weeks to go and I like went up in a hot air balloon, the fucking thing would burst. A bird would fly into it, and I'd end up crashing through the sky and spend the last two weeks paralyzed in hospital. <laughs> what a weirdo! <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Go on then, Howard. What about you, mate? If you only had two weeks to live, how would that differ from if you only had six months to live? I think it would change much, just speed everything up. Yeah, just to spend a lot more time. You know, obviously still spend time with Sammy. I've already got life insurance, so they're set, you know, in terms of if I pass. And uh, yeah, just maybe travel to closer places, not to spend as much time trying to get there. But uh yeah, pretty much the same. Come on, I want to hear something crazy. Let's fucking blow it out. I don't want to hear all, right, all this. I'll I'm going to do I'll... this. I'm going to do that. Like, let's. All right, I'm, I'm trying to do a live show 50. on YouTube. Like, a... let's let's think outside the box. I don't want like 50 prostitutes and then have a. That's what I want to hear. Like, I'm going to go do a hell rail, a line of cocaine, the length of Tennessee, and I'm going to go there do this. Go. I'm gonna go, right. Like, let's just like, let's are, have some fucking fun. Those are illegal activities, people. <laughs> yeah, but who cares? You're, they're not going to be able to catch you. You got two weeks. I'm going to go get prostitute, and I think Mark's actually going to go to an all-you-can-eat all beef buffet. He's just he's <laughs> holding back that urge. He's <laughs> going to be out walking the Cornish Hills trying to murder cows. <laughs> running <laughs> off to them. <laughs> You know, you, you know, you've seen Lord of the Rings when what's his name, Bilbo Baggins, goes off on his adventures. That's what it'll be, it'll be like for me. Actually, I wouldn't mind going to New Zealand where they film it and be, be a Hobbit for the day. That'd be pretty cool. But the thing is, is how can I say about go about all these crazy things like sleeping with prostitutes and doing cocaine if you've already done that in your life? You know, you, you need slept to sleep with fifty prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> we just no, increased viewership by like. <laughs> That's a whole new market. Yeah, I'm not associated with none of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that Mark will have only fans next. <laughs> yeah. Or as he calls it, fans only. He's got a fans only. Fans account. only. Hashtag Hobbit porn. <laughs> I, will, I will make a um, statement to the world that I did actually send the group some pictures of my calf muscles this week <laughs> because I thought that I felt that I had to. How did I miss that? Is it in our Voxer? Yeah. yeah. Damn it, man. I was still still respectable. <laughs> still respectable calves. Or... <laughs> hey, we only got two weeks to live. So, you know, cocaine, prostitutes, whatever, drink, drinking. Well, I actually stuff. like what Lou said, to be fair, because I would love Lou to be my mum. Because <laughs> Lou... 
that again is a whole new area of YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Where, where, where are you going with this, Mark? Where yeah, none of that stuff, Flirt. What I'm saying is, is Lou, what was it you what was it you were saying that you would like to do? If if you only had time, you know, what would you what were you gonna take your kids out and do? Oh yeah, yeah. So in, in Costa Rica, you can do um uh you can either obviously they do um ayahuasca and stuff like that but they also do like the dmt and microdosing with the psilocybin and stuff so but it's it's all i guess there's kind of like you know laws over there so um i'd <laughs> for my 50th birthday i said to the kids i said you know <laughs> should we have like a microdosing weekend that's slightly more than microdosing um and they're like yeah let's do it you know and they're like mom are you feeling okay <laughs> when are you gonna when are you when is this going down well um as soon as we can get it arranged, really. <laughs> oh, well, don't leave me out because you know I'm planning on be coming over there in 2023, which is just around yeah. the corner. So don't, let's keep like me in the loop. Trippy hat on for this. What a weirdo! Yeah. We didn't. So, we, yeah. I think I'd, I think if it was me, I'd um I always said to the kids sort of like because I think the the, the retreats and stuff they do over there is all sort of managed and you've got people with you and you know make sure that everybody's safe. That was um, so funny. Marta said skydiving at the end of the two weeks, not in the beginning in case something went wrong. <laughs> yeah, too right. yeah. too right. Smart thinking. Yeah. I don't know if I could chuck myself out of a plane. Oh, God. But, I, this, talk about something that makes your asshole tighten up. Like, that's what I'm here for. I want to jump out of that plane. I, I would be scared to do it, but that's why I would want to do it. I don't like to be scared of things and have it control me. That'll make your asshole tighten up. Here he is my, with this brush again. What my, is this? My thing? new brush. Oh, no. Pounds. Forty pound this waxing brush cost me, and that will make your asshole tighten up, Harmony. I'd say, or soften up. <laughs> one of the two. What's the coarse degree of this brush? <laughs> plenty of wax on it. Plenty of wax on it. Uh, or forty volume bleach. <laughs> <laughs> so, come on in. Come That's on a in, story Harmony. for another time. I did go to the adult sex shop and see. You could buy a little individual. I never used it, but I said, "What is that? You bleach your butt butthole." I bought it. I never used it. I was scared to, but That's I didn't purchase it. Thing, isn't it. That's an American thing. Bleaching your butt. Bleach. No. Mark, we need to get out of Cornwall I've, more often. I've never, ever, I've never, ever been to the hairdressers and been in there and said, right, I'll have the short back and sides and have me an anal bleach, please. Well, if you do, I've can you please it? have somebody videotape it for some please, content? that'd be hilarious. That would be amazing. I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I did see a really interesting TikTok, and I'm going to bring it up on the Folly Forward, that apparently a woman's shade of lipstick should match their nipple color. There's a whole epiphany for me today. Right, come on in, girls. <laughs> After you, Harmony. In, in the next segment. <laughs> where, do you get all, where do you get all this shit from, Harmony? So what is scrolling, man? What is the I love science? TikTok. Was there science behind it, or it was just some goofy shit? I don't know. I just something that popped up literally like 15 minutes before I got on this call with you. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've downloaded the TikTok and I'm gonna play it on me and Alicia's podcast when we record tonight. Um, it, I'd probably just a bit of fun, but I mean, who knows? I mean, I checked the, I did check my nipple color. I'm just full transparency, and then I, that's why I chose the shade because. My nipples are a very like beautiful pink mauve <laughs> color. And I was like, I'm just gonna test it out tonight. 
My, fans only, of- fans <laughs> only content here. Mine's are the color of bounty bars. <laughs> the coconut part or what? <laughs> dark chocolate. He's dark chocolate. Jesus shit the bed, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't I can't see the color of mine because it's just covered in hobbit hair. It's like a rug. <laughs> Oh my God! We took this, a nosedive. Is this show for educational purposes? I'm just <laughs> Absolutely, it is. Hundred anyway, percent. Anyway, uh, I quite like. I do like Lou's. Um, I'd love Lou to be my mum. If that, if she was going to take me away and do ayahuasca, if she said to me, "I've only got like a month to live or two weeks. Let's go away and get wasted." That that's something I've always wanted to do. To be honest with you, yeah. is go go away and do that. And I was saying to Harmony and the group there about two months ago that. You know, that was would be one of the goals in my life was to go off and do that because, you know, we're hearing so much about this now. And, um, you know, to, you know, on when you was talking to Harmony, you was talking about microdosing and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, the problem is, is that I grew up in the 90s and it was a, th- a thing that we did for recreational purposes, you know, f- to socialize and to take drugs. And it was always drugs are bad drugs are bad you know always having our parents and school teachers telling us that drugs are bad and all that lot and it's coming out now that drugs aren't as bad as what they were led to be and they can actually help us but because for the last 20 30 years they've been saying drugs are bad drugs are bad you've still got the people at the top of the food chain saying no we will not allow this to happen because drugs are bad and you know when are we going to wake up do you think Lou when are we going to wake up to the world and and when are they going to say you know that you know, forget all the shit that we've been talking about for years. Drugs are actually good and they should be being used in medicine. I think with the psilocybin, the mushrooms, um, that is now at the point where sort of marijuana was about four or five years ago. So I think we've still got a way to go for that to be legalised. But there is so much research behind microdosing, psilocybin, um, you know, Again, it's everything in moderation, isn't it? You know, is no. Have you ever done it before, Lou? I haven't. No, any kind, no hallucinogenics at all. No, um, of the prescription kind, but not not sort of like what would be termed illegal drugs. But yeah, what what prescription hallucinogenics can you get then? (laughs) Not necessarily. I'm just trying to think hallucinogenics. Um, I need to get bollocks. Can you prescribe me something? (laughs) (laughs) Never heard of it before. No, it was back in the 90s. God, I mean, I think everybody was on, um, oh, God, what was it called? Um, That antidepressant that everybody was on. Oh, um, Klonopin? No, that's not an antidepressant. In the UK, it's fluoxetine, but the, the brand name that they call it. Um, oh God, everybody was on it. And I can remember. No, no, not really. Um, Google it, Marta. Yeah, somebody, yeah, the Prozac. Prozac. Okay. okay. That's the word. Um, Prozac. So I can remember everybody in the nineties was on that and, and I I used to go. (laughs) You were doing the good, the fun drugs. I used to, I used to um, take, there's probably two or three of those before I went out on a night out. <laughs> what? 
so those and sort of like so over the years and I think then I was on tramadol for about seven years seven seven years not 70 um <laughs> I used to take those before I went out as well <laughs> yeah I've known a lot of people I've never been into pills and I, I know a lot of people that most people I know have prescriptions floating around their pocketbook you know what I mean like I, it's never been something, there was one time I had a wisdom tooth issue and I drove myself to the ER. I think I might've mentioned it to y'all. I was in such pain that it was like this wisdom teeth hat tooth had to be pulled. And so it was just causing a lot of pain, headache. So I drove myself to the ER. They walked me through the whole thing to make sure, asked me all the questions, make sure I was in there, not in there just to get a prescription. And they gave me Vicodin and I don't traditionally take pain pills of any kind. You'd be lucky to find aspirin in my house still. Um, but I went home and I took it because I was in such pain and it worked very well. And about an hour, two hours into taking it, I guess the pain, I learned this after the fact, unfortunately, that the pain part of the, of the prescription wears off and there's like a, a speed that's in it. And if you're susceptible to that speed, um, you know, it can cause some problems. So of course, because I've had anxiety before, I was laying there completely comfortable, no pain. And then all of a sudden the heart palpitations kicked in and I thought, what in the fuck is going on? So then I started having a panic attack and I didn't find out until later. It was the, I'm just very sensitive. Interestingly enough, our bodies are also different that mm. I, you know, I could go do a line of cocaine, which I haven't done in a long, 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 long time and wouldn't do it, but I could, and I would have an awesome reaction whereas somebody else would take it and it would scare the shit out of them. And the mm. same thing with mushrooms. I've eaten mushrooms. I've drank mushroom Kool-Aid. We've made it all sorts of different ways. Mushroom, mushrooms, we've put mushrooms in spaghetti, you know, and then tripped. And then, um, but most of what I did was um, old school, you know, acid. Yeah. You take a little square and I never took more than one. And I always had the best trips and um, just really had a good, I didn't ever have a bad acid trip, but I know oh. a lot of people who have. So I feel like mm -hmm. everybody's body kind of, oh, Lee's here. He says, to us, hey fuckers. Hey fuckers. Hey Lee, we're missing <laughs> you, man. Meet the fuckers. Meet Lee, the fuckers. Lee, Lee. We were Lee. talking about how dapper you looked on your Instagram. You got you and Carrie look amazing. Lee. Hey, what would what would be Lee's pirate name? Yeah, what's right. Lee's pirate name? What's his name? Can't remember his Lee name. Lee Meekin. Well, that's it. Hold on. Lee Meekin would be. Oh fucking hell. It would be um <laughs> no good. <laughs> swashbuckler and what what what's his month of his but oh and it's may in it so it'd be no good swashbuckler sparrow damn he's got the best one of all of us yes yeah that's a badass pirate name i got dirty in mine yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fits perfectly with you mark fits perfectly yeah. Yeah. The problem is with me going back to the 90s is that I was a greedy bugger. So I wouldn't do just a small amount. I had to do loads and loads and loads. And I've had some nasty experiences on LSD and, you know, mushrooms and that, you know, to the extent that I was crawling through the, our local town on my hands and knees at three o'clock in the afternoon oh, and people picking their kids up, thinking the devil was trying to suck me up a street. So, you, you know, it's not really a good look, is it? Little things like that, you know, coming and people coming up, my mates coming at the pub and throwing a bottle through the air. And I thought it was a, a meteorite landing. So I'm trying to put it out with my brand new Nike airs on. And I just literally punch, punctured my brand new trainers. So. Oh my God, you were probably so fun to hang out with, weren't you? 
I bet you were, you fucker. That's we would have gotten into some trouble, Mark, because I'm like that too. I don't ever want the party to end. When I start drinking, no. it's just let's go, let's do it. Let's do this thing. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't go home till the sun comes up. <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. I've stayed up just with alcohol till eight, nine, ten o'clock in the morning with girlfriends, you know, like dancing in the living room and stuff. Like no drugs involved, just complete high on life. So how many magic mushrooms are you supposed to take then, Harmony? I I mean, literally, we would go out into the fields and pluck it. How we didn't get run over by this one particular bowl is beyond me. I should bring it up with Alicia because she was one of the people I went to go pick these with. We had to drive about 45 minutes outside of town. We crawled over the fence into somebody's field, pulled the mushrooms right out of the cow shit, and would kind of wash them. But a lot of times <laughs> we would just like eat them right in the back seat of the car, a, ca a half of a cap. I mean, you do, if you don't really know how much to eat, so you, our way, my way of doing it was I would nibble a little bit and kind of chill for a second. And then I'd nibble a little bit more. And then, you know, just to kind of, you have no way of gauging what it's going to do to you, you know, Carry a carrier bag. That's how we measured it. <laughs> a carrier bag. You must yeah. have weak mushrooms. They were fucking weak, man. 350 of the f things we had. And that, that's just something, guys, don't do this at <laughs> and home. And where'd you get them? Uh, oh, if I told you that, everybody would be there. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not, you know, I don't need the coordinates. I just need, like, did you go out into the fields and pluck them yourself? Or where did yeah. you guys get your money? You did? Yeah. What we would yeah. do is we'd take a carrier bag. Me and my mate Bobby went. We went and pick, took a carrier bag. It was in the, in school time. We we took we had a free period, so we went up, up on the hill, and we was like pick pick one, eat one, put one in the carrier bag. So after about half an hour, we we was off our tits anyway, and you could literally see the mushrooms regrowing. They, do you know what I mean? We was tripping that much. They were growing, and we were picking all these mushrooms, chucking them in the carrier bag. Oh, that's and it, so fun. It, you know, it, it, it was. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I say now I wouldn't do it again because it was a bit of a scary point at some stage. It was really funny. It was a really funny experience. It was a really stressful experience. It had it was all of like all seasons in one day, if you know what I mean. But I think if you were to do it, microdose it and do small amounts, I think that it would have been totally, totally different. Well, you have to curate it. You you can't just like before I would ever drop acid, I would have planned who was going to come to my house. I would have the tapes ready to be played in the tape player i'd have um, pink floyd the wall was usually on repeat on the in the vcr like there was you have to curate the party you can't you have to make sure you've got plenty of water and you know you've got a contained situation you can't just be willy-nilly inviting any old joe tom dick and harry over to the house like i was really good about conserving my energy as far as like not getting myself into a dramatic situation. So the people that got invited over to my house to, to trip on acid were people that I knew were going to have a pleasant experience. They weren't going to mm. be high drama. And you really do have to curate it, what you're, who you're with and what you're going to do. You can't just drop it and go. Mm. Because if not, you'll find yourself in a really unpredictable situation and that's not good, you know? Well, I find that that's what we used to do. We just used to just, oh, just do things off the spur of the moment. Mm. That's how yeah. we've done things. But we're going a little bit off track here now anyway. We're, we're turning into a bit of a <laughs> drugs fest, you know. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here now? But, um, you know, going back to bucket lists then, then Rodney, you know, do, have you got a bucket list? Is it something that you've done? Everybody's talking about bucket lists, but have you drawn yourself up a bucket list? Nah, just like I said, I just would make sure everybody in my family was set and then just kind of just live. Just, I'm definitely not working. 
I'm not going to work. I'm going to spend each day. I, I think recording it is a good idea. Um, just because we, we all love podcasting any, anyway. So it's something that, you know, I would include in my day to day, but I don't, I don't have like specific things. I just know like travel, eat some good food and then enjoy my family as, as best I can. No arguing, no fighting, you know, just, just living life. Cause I know that it's about to end. Um, mm. and, and just to think about it, I, I kind of want to do that now, regardless, you know, Outside of Niagara and Grand Canyon, where else would you want to go? Um, I definitely want to go to like Hawaii, see some of those volcanoes, um, like see things like that, that only you could only imagine just from watching TV, you see them and you don't, you can't get the scope of them by just seeing them on TV. Like a a volcano looks nice, but I could imagine being there. Well, you guys are pretty close to Niagara Falls, aren't you? I mean, how far of a drive could that be? It's stunning. It's a couple of hours, but you know, just I just haven't done it. This is one of those things that um, there's, there's been like school trips and stuff like that over the years that you know some. Well, school- when you do go, because hopefully you'll go soon, go into the Canada side. I think they've opened up the borders, so if you have your passport, go in, and you literally it's just in, and then to the left, and there's an overlook, it's a pullout, mm-hmm. and it's ama- It's it's hard to even put into words. There's the the amount of water that is coming over that cliff to see it with your own two eyes is unreal. I don't even yeah. have any words to describe it. I mean, yeah, so those, those are the kind of things I want to do where you can, you see something that's unreal. Well, you better get your ass up there. I'm going to stay on to you about this. This is two hours. You can hop in the car one more yeah. and head up there. Take Mason. You got to do this. Two hours is me to Waco. And that's, that's a, that's nothing, man. Yeah. We're going to get Rodney up there. He's going to get there. And then when wow. you've had that much fun and you've really enjoyed it, Come on over to Cornwall, and I'll take you down to Lanzugal. That's where they, they this they mine treacle, the the treacle mines of of Lanzugal. Are you I, 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 I don't know what that is. Look it up. Look up Lanzugal. <laughs> How did I miss that when I went down there? Me and Mark just missed each other the last time I went to the UK because yeah. he was. You were in. I we me and my mom stayed in Airbnb in Wandsworth, and you were there for a soccer game, right? Yeah. Mark? Well, the thing is. <laughs> I'm, I was kicking myself because I really wanted to come and see Harmony. Really, really did. We but were like, is, we were within a mile of each yeah, other. Yeah, we was literally like a mile of one another. But the problem is I'm like a Cornishman in New York, right? I was like, <laughs> I, I hardly ever go on a train. So for me to get on a train to go to London, to London, yes, London. I didn't have a clue where I was going, what platform. I was literally running around like a headless chicken. And I got to the football stadium with like an hour and a half to go. Do you know what I mean? Because I was not going to miss the game. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Harmony was off doing her thing. And it was a shame, really. It was a shame that I didn't have two days or something like that. Yeah, because the uh, game was in Brentford. The mighty Brentford, which may have just lost 3-0 this evening to Manchester United. But And we were in Wandsworth. Yeah. Right next to each other. <laughs> yeah. Next time you're not getting out of it. No. No, no problem at all. No problem at all. But um, what I was, what I'd like to end up on, because we're like one, one hour six in here now, and um, just wanted to say thank you, Lou, for for coming on, and hope you've had some fun. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> good. That was the purpose. But what I what I want to say is, what we've basically near enough said there that we've all set these the goals in the past. We've all talked about bucket lists tonight and the things that we would do after if we found out we had six months to live if we found out we had two weeks to live if we found out that we had a a day to live and I just want to say to you guys and what's stopping you 
at the end of the day. You know, why do you have to have this? People tell you that you've got six months a week day to live. If you've got these things in your life that you really, really want to achieve, why do you have to be told that you've got a certain amount of time to live? We all know that we're, you know, that we're going to live till we're possibly 60, 70, 80. Every day is ticking away. You know, every, we're ticking away the summer. We're, we're, we're crossing off the wall every year. It's one summer less. Why do we have to leave it to retirement age before we feel right now I've retired. Now I can go out and start achieving the things that I want to do or possibly never achieve the things I want to do. You know, time is precious. Why are we not working towards doing those things on our bucket list now? I think that we get in a rat race and, um, you know, the days become groundhog day. You just kind of do the same things every day. Next thing you know, how many times have you said, or you talk to somebody, then the next time you talk to them, you know, you think it was a couple of weeks and it's been, you know, two or three months have Mm -hmm. passed by. So we, we put our head down and, uh, you know, with, with everything going on in the world, it's, it's, you know, you feel like you never, you never really feel like I never really feel comfortable so, um, but I think the, the urgency is if I was, if I knew that I was going to pass, I think the urgency would kick up and it shouldn't be, you're right. It shouldn't, it shouldn't kick up if we, you know, if we, we, we know, we shouldn't have to be told that it should be things that we do. When you and, say you don't feel comfortable, what do you mean? Like, I don't, I'm not comfortable like where things are that if, you know, we have another shutdown that I'll be okay if, you know, if I lose my job, like, so that's, those are the things I'm working oh. towards. So gotcha. that's why I say when I put my, when I'm, I'm putting my head down, because I'm trying to, you know, I'm running that rat race, trying to, you know, secure everything. And there's really no security. I understand that, but. Yeah, um, but you've got kids. So you're looking at a whole different set of lenses absolutely. than I would be because you guys all have kids and I don't have kids. So it's like, for me, it's like I have more of kind of a free thinking way of looking at it because I don't have anything, anybody to leave anything behind for. So um, I totally relate to you guys wanting to make sure things are in place, you know, and that being a priority. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have noticed in the last year that my perspective of life has changed. And I think that you've also are the same as well. Harmony, just look at our group that we're in here now. Right. Mm -hmm. Six months ago, we was talking about setting goals and each week, how are we going to achieve our goals? How are we going to, you know, about a year ago, I said, right, I want you to put down, jot down 50 things that you want to achieve in your life. And it's now time to start working them off. I don't do that anymore. I wake up each morning and, oh, I'm, today I'm going to do a bit of upcycling of some furniture. Today I'm going to go off and play golf. Today I'm going to go and, you know, I'm always coming up with these crazy things that I'm going to do. And people are always saying to me, where the freaking hell do you find time to do that? How have you got another hobby? And I do it because I'm, I, if I want to make time so that when I am that, that guy, that old guy, the age of 70, 80 in that, in that hospital bed, I've got no regrets in life at all. And I think that you've been doing the same harmony, haven't you? You're, the way you, you look at life, you know, you, you're taking it, with a pinch of salt now and waking up each day and and just rather than setting all these tasks and goals, you know, I mean, I haven't done a podcast at all in April because I wanted to do other stuff, you know? Well, it's a mindset. And I think that what I'm trying to do is really, I mean, we teach what we need to learn. I've been mentioning this a lot lately, but it's so true that we share and teach what we still ourselves innately know we need to start to embrace And I think that for the last few years, I've been preaching hashtag live vividly, hashtag chase your spark, all these things. 
but I wasn't fully doing it as much as I could have. And so what I started doing was like, why can't every experience I have from the time that I wake up until I go to bed at night be awesome? Like, why does it have to be a special fucking day for me to make an at-home latte that's going to take an extra three minutes longer than it would to just, you know, pour an iced coffee cold brew out of the refrigerator? Like, it's just, to me, it's all about, well, it sounds cheesy, but it's true, is making your life something that you don't feel the need constantly that you need to vacation from. Like, letting everything be an experience. Like, enjoy your shower when you're in it think outside the box and give yourself a bubble bath. Like take the extra step to make yourself something nice to eat. Don't just throw together two pieces of bread and grab a handful of potato chips. Like use that as an opportunity to curate something delicious. That's actually good for you too. Um, which is uh, going to be some things that I put in my e-recipe book about that. But like, really it's to me, what I'm doing pretty much as many minutes out of a day as I can, even when I'm cleaning houses for a living, my day job, I try to make sure that I'm making that I'll start, I'll put music on and I'll start dancing in the middle of these people's houses. Like I'll be vacuuming and shaking my butt. Like I'm just, I naked. want to be naked. So that's for my only fans. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but really it is, it's just like curating, curating bliss and like not yeah. really thinking you have to wait until Saturday morning when you're off work to create bliss. You can't, you know, you can do it throughout the week too. And I think it's just getting people into that frame of mind that, you know, life is going by so quick. When I think about the fact that I'm going to be 47 this year, it blows my mind, mm -hmm. uh, especially being on this podcast with Alicia and bringing up all this stuff that experiences we had when we were 12, 13 years old, which seems like it was five minutes ago. Mm -hmm. So I, for me, I have that, I use that mortality tool. I mean, I don't know when it kicked in or what I must've heard it somewhere, but I just, I look at life as if I don't have much longer to live. Yeah. And, and I, I'm not in a morbid way, just like, I don't know that I wouldn't get in an accident and get killed next week. I have no way of knowing that, you know? So, so why put off till tomorrow, the things that I can do today? Uh, yeah, I agree. And that, that's, that's one thing that you're probably going to push back on me on this here now. And that's, I mean, I've looked at it. I've never been that great at promoting other people's stuff on social media and promoting my own stuff on social media. And I know loads of times, Harmony, you're saying you should be doing this, you should be doing that. And I agree, should be. But I've just kind of got into my head now that I've got more important things to be doing than just being on social media all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. And I know that is a so, so it is a selfish way of looking at things, but you know, I don't really want to be on there all the time posting. Well, it's not selfish. And, it's not selfish at all. It's I don't think it's selfish. I think if it if it comes to like Howard's pro like Howard wants to push all this protein powder, he wants to sell this protein powder that, that feeds into what he wants to do and ultimately have for his family and all the, the whole nine. But I should know like this exactly where to go, what to do, how to, how to use it. And I, I just don't. So that's my thing is whatever it is you're trying to create, like act on that, curate how to make that come to fruition. Mm. So uh, me being in Howard's accountability group, I should, be seeing what he's doing with his protein powder every day. If the whole goal is for him to push and sell the protein powder, then I should be seeing it every day. It's not about, well, should I be on social media or should I not? It's about just having a, a real solid idea, whether it's Lou and her tapping or me and my coaching or you and your proper job, Rodney and his real estate. He, Rodney could be killing it making contacts. As awesome as he is with communication and interviewing, he could be killing it making contacts on social media. And I don't see him on there either. So it's really just, it really is just getting into the habit of being proud to share 
you know, from the mountaintops with the world via social media, because it's free marketing, what it is that you have to offer people around you. Mm. So that when somebody thinks I need to flip a fucking house, they're going to think of Rodney. When somebody thinks I need some fucking protein powder, they're going to think of Howard. When somebody thinks I need, I'm really interested in having somebody teach me how to know all there is to know about tapping. They're going to say, Oh, I remember so-and-so Lou. She's, she's got her own tapping company. And with you, I need a piece of fucking furniture. I want a really fantastic table for when you come in the foyer. Oh, Mark, proper job. Like that's what it's about because in order to, to do that, to, to, to do that is what's going to help you get all the other things attained. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to do the other things you want to do if you're not doing the work up front. And social media is a pain in the ass. I'll give it to you. Time it's, vacuum. It's, a, it's time vacuum. It's a hard work. But once you get into mm-hmm. the habit of getting on there and just, it takes two seconds to post an Insta story. You know, once you start getting into the habit but of doing it. That's what I find now is that when I go down into my workshop, what I will do is I, I always make a little post, whether it be a little video or something. I try now. Yeah, it's been great. I've been right, seeing I'm them. Rub down this table. So rather than just nobody knowing what I'm doing, I'll rub mm-hmm. down the table and say, this is what I'm doing, guys. I'm in, I'm in the workshop. You know, I'm here. Get in contact me if you want to. But um, This is something I was going to suggest to you. Get on and put your camera, your Samsung. I know you have a Samsung Galaxy. Put it on hyperlapse. Set it off to the corner while you're working on it. I don't know how to do that. Oh, get the fuck. I've already explained this to you multiple times. <laughs> Google YouTube, go to YouTube and type in how to do hyperlapse on my phone and just set re- hit record while you're working on a piece of furniture and make, make a TikTok or make Maybe a reel. But you, they don't want to see me scratching my ass. and We want to see your fucking calves is what I'm shooting for here. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, like I say, we're going to call it a day, but Lou, you know, what you know? What what would you? How would you like to finish up the conversation then there this evening about what we've been talking about? And you know, give every tell everybody where we can come and find you as well. Okay, so I think I think to like you were saying, rather than leave it for the the times where you know something bad is happening to us and and we suddenly think we need to put all of these things into into place. I think it's when we focus on, and and this is one thing I tell people and I've identified is that when they come and see me is we lack uh, putting effort into our own well-being. So well-being can be all of the things that, that Harmony mentioned. It's the little things that you do for yourself every day that make you feel special about you. Uh, thanks, Harmony. Yes, I was going to say I'm all over the socials uh, at soulbloom.uk. Um, and it can be anything from making your cup of coffee just that little bit extra special for yourself. It can be, I don't know, putting bubbles in your bath when you don't normally do it. It's whatever you can do to make yourself feel a little bit better each day. So when your own personal well-being goes up, then reflects out into every single thing that you do. Because when you mm-hmm. feel well, you put energy into what you want to do you then become motivated in doing lots of things so when obviously I do psychotherapy as well and um, or psychodynamic therapy and I work with a lot of people's childhoods and how it plays out in their adult life and and it's always well it's it's just well people's well-being is so lacking um so it's like right let's work on the well-being once we get that sort of we stand the person back upright again now we can move forward so put the effort into I've switched my coffee to cacao I have cacao every day and 
you know, it's just my little moment in the day where I sit and I let just hold my mug and I'm like, I feel so special about myself in this moment. Um, and it's just something as simple as that. So mm-hmm. it's, it can be the tiniest, tiniest things. Agreed. Sweet. I love that. So true. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Like I said, I hope, you've had, I hope you've had thank some you. fun. Um, guys, head on over to soulbloom.uk on her Instagram page and check her out. Um, it's awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank Howard. You. You've managed to last a hundred, well, one hour, well, one hour and nineteen minutes. Normally, you've run off. Um, how is it up there in the space station? Now, you've got the the final words for the broadcast this week. Yes, I was able to stay. I did not have to come back to Earth and in a hurry and pick up <laughs> Sam. He's already here with me in the uh, space station. Took an express shuttle up. <laughs> I do want to mention, let everybody know. None of us condone the use of any illegal substances, what we're talking about today. Please consult with a medical professional. I do. I think they're great. Uh, you speak for yourself, no, no, Howard. Not illegal. Not illegal. No, we don't want to get banned. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, yeah. Only in countries where that's legal, not in countries where it's not. <laughs> consult with a medical professional. Yes. <laughs> do you know it's, a good dis- it's a good discussion. Yeah, it's been a great discussion. Wait, uh, yeah. Apologies to Lou for uh, what you had to deal with with us, but <laughs> no, I would understand if you don't want to come back on. <laughs> what is it, Rods? I, I, just, I have to say because you know, um, <laughs> I was thinking about the <laughs> how profound this conversation was, and we really got we really got deep in our we are official five deep, and um, I did want to say that I was able to locate a color of lipstick that matched my nipples <laughs> <laughs> and it's called dark espresso so I'm as soon as we get off here I'm going to go look up and I'm going to order some dark espresso okay go ahead. I thought it was marmite <laughs> <laughs> marmite <laughs> anyway um, Lou's oh, off God. now to Amazon and she's going to see if she can find what colour shade suits her. I'm going to go to the toilet because I'm dying. I've been drinking and I'm like, I need a wee. And it's gone on, a, um, you know, I'm over my time. So I'm going to need to go. Sammy needs to get to, um, well, what's Sammy doing? He needs to go to bed or whatever. He's, what's he doing? He's, he's very active there this evening there, Howard. It's just 4.30 there. Yeah. Do you, does uh, he, have he, he, wants, he wants me to go with him to go run around and play, so... Yeah, he, we best get going. We best get bored. Well, Marta yeah. said she can get a shirt made that says this Sammy. What what was the saying, Mark? That daddy's protein shake made me. And then yep. I'm like, Howard's blend. Marta, message Howard's blend on Instagram and let him know you make up. She knows that she's really good at it, actually. All right. Absolutely. Much thank love. you. Thank you. Yes. See you guys daddy's, on the flip. Daddy's protein powder was not wiped in the curtain for me. And on that note, <laughs> see you next week, same time, same place. Stay classy, unlike us in the room. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Cheers.